Johnny, it's awesome to continue our conversation um, and thanks again for your time today. Um, in our last discussion, we started to touch on some of the topics around you know, what can get in our way of um, forming new habits or, or adopting practices that um, we know are good for ourselves or necessary. So I feel like we're starting to peel back the layer of onion, you know, the onion layers, if yeah. you like, in terms of getting to some of the, the root cause topics here. Um, one thing that you were talking about that really resonated with me was um, the fact that perhaps we're not always aware of what we need or maybe we ignore what we need. Yes. I just would like to delve into that a little bit more around this topic of um, are we being ignorant about what we need hmm. um, and, and how would you respond to that? Is that what you're seeing today as perhaps a pattern of behaviour that's doesn't serve us. Yes, absolutely. Ignorance is um, a conditioned tendency. And generally we uh, ignore um, whatever it is that we feel as though we don't have the capability to deal with. And so when we're talking about ignorance, we're talking about the tendency to choose on some level to not give time, energy, and attention to what it is that is demanding attention, and we try and carry on. And this is where a lot of the problems that we're facing that are considered or categorized as lifestyle disease. And the lifestyle disease mm. is the largest pillar of humans. Mm. Lifestyle disease, a style of living which ultimately stems from a state of mind, right? The way that we live is an, ex is an expression of our state of mind, our, our sensibility, our sentimentality. And if we are disconnected from the essence of who we are, and that is characterized primarily as a dynamic awareness state, the true self is a dynamic awareness state that has the ability to adapt in the moment to the need as required to tend to what is lacking in order to create that that equilibrium mm -hmm. that sense of balance and sense of well well-being in the absence of that awareness what we tend to have is a gross sense of imbalance and all physical ailments that are characterized as lifestyle disease emerge out of that the the central culprit mm. is this habit of ignoring or denying that that's going on. Yes, I'm feeling uncomfortable, but I don't have the capacity to deal with that. I don't have the time to deal with it. I don't have the means to deal with it, particularly stuff on an emotional level, mental and emotional level, you know, where we've been hurt. We've been impacted by somebody else's behavior in some negative way. We don't have the tools to release the energy that, uh, has been caused by the event. And so what, as a result, what we tend to do is accept that it is what it is mm. or, uh, and suppress it, or we live in a state of perpetual conflict about it, but don't actually attempt to try and resolve it mm. in any constructive way, simply because there, there is no real... Um, Capacity to deal Capa with it? Well, a solution. There's no, there's no apparent solution for how I deal with this. Right. 
I just feel trapped inside myself, mm-hmm. locked in this Bigger than me. cycle. Yeah, it's just overwhelming. And how do I free myself from these emotions? I, you know, I try to look at something nice and pretty and I'll distract myself for a moment and then bang, there it mm-hmm. is again. And how do I free myself from these negative emotions that are as a result of something yeah. that's occurred in my life, some kind of trauma? Well, yeah. well ultimately, it's all trauma. Mm. Um, and so what we tend to do, and particularly because we're indoctrinated into a culture that doesn't hold the human spirit as the most precious thing to be nurtured and grown in its power. We, we, we don't live in a culture that holds as most sacred the, inner, the innermost reality of each individual, seeing them for their beauty, their power, their capability to actualize their deepest desire and to do so with a sense of conscience and purpose to serve the greater good in which we are all inextricably linked and belong to. If that is not cultivated, then we live in a false reality of isolation. And the idea of being isolated, lonely, alone, disconnected, is an experience that is not real. It's real in so much as we can feel that way. But the reality is no one suffers in isolation. If someone's suffering over there, Mm. we're all being impacted by it in one way or another. And... The same goes if we're suffering here and we're in an environment, everyone is going to feel the impact of that ultimately. And so we've been indoctrinated into this um, reality, whereas if, if you're suffering, then you've kind of got to just deal with it. And there's no real sophisticated um, forum for us to collectively resolve things as they occur in our lives. It's kind of like, oh, that's terrible that happened, you know. Move on. Yeah, we'll go and get some counseling and, you know. And what's missing in all of this is a model of who we actually are, what we actually are. And we can't expect to heal and recover from life and life's traumas if we don't understand what it is we're recovering back into, Mm. right? Mm. And um, so ignorance plays the central role in sort of masking all of this and also the pathway of healing. And this is why meditation, again, we'll always come back to meditation, is it leads us directly into the experience of ourself so that we can know it experientially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We know it. Oh, this is who I am. This is what it means to to be me. Uh, And herein lies my capability to respond to my condition. And once we have that foundation, we have the context for the criteria of priority. What what is priority here? What do I tend to? What Mm. needs my attention? Mm. What is it that I have been ignoring that needs my attention so that I can sufficiently recover from the past? And so um, ignorance is a deeply ingrained habit that can be easily broken by first establishing the witness, this, mm-hmm. this sense of beingness. This is, again, why meditation is so critical in any regime of wellness. Self-awareness. Must have self-awareness so that we can witness what's going on, have the capacity to audit where we're at, 
and to meaningfully reflect on the experience that we're having and determine through our own intuitive awareness what's going on and then communicate that and then find individuals that are skilled and trained in their capability to reflect back the experience and provide some constructive activity, some pathway forward that enables us to kind of generate some momentum and capacity to to meet the, the condition. Yeah, mm. great. So we oh. we want to we want to become perspective mm. in the way in which we are perspective as opposed to reactive. Yes. Um, if we're being reactive as a strategy for our well-being, then we're always going to be behind the eight ball, chasing it, and never feel like we're actually ever catching up mm-hmm. and and arriving in the moment. You know that the reason why I'm doing this is because that happened, mm-hmm. and the reason why I'm doing this is that be, is because that happened. And okay, I've resolved the symptoms of that condition. I'm now going to get on with doing how I was doing things before, ignoring what was causing the behavior in the first place. Because invariably what's going to happen is that old behavior is going to, and those habits mm. are going to reemerge mm. and take over again. And then we get just caught on this hamster wheel. Mm. And if we're, not, if we're not evaluating and reflecting why this is happening, eventually we'll gain fatigue mm. and move into a, a, a more serious issue of defeatism, it can lead to depression, you know, if we're not dealing with the root cause of things. And the only way that we can expect to get access to the root cause of things is through self-awareness, yeah. is through cultivating awareness. Mm. And again, you know, in any regime of mental health, physical health, any emotional health, all of it, self-awareness is the foundation. Mm. Uh, and the only way that we can break the tendency of ignorance is to observe the tendency mm. to ignore. To observe it and go, oh, there I am. I, I just chose to ignore that. And then there are things that we, we don't know and you don't know what you don't know until you know it, right? Mm. What occurs through meditation is an increase of self-awareness and that gives us a higher plateau within ourselves to see the way we're behaving and we begin to notice all the things we were ignoring that we didn't have the awareness of before. Mm. It's like, oh... I do that. Mm. Oh my goodness, I, I can't believe that I do that. Why do mm. I do that? Mm. It's interesting. That's completely undermining what I desire. Mm. That's sabotaging what I'm trying to achieve yeah. here. Why would I do that? And then we go a little bit deeper and we start to understand why. Because there is deeply instilled beliefs from experiences that we've had growing up that have led us to believe that we're perhaps unworthy or uh, you know, insignificant all of these kinds of things that plague the mind and the body that are quite easily resolvable if we have a, a systematic approach that is routine-based. Mm. You know, you want to establish a new habit, simply just repeat. Yep. Mm. Repeat, 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 repeat. Lock yourself in. And the beautiful thing about meditation, it is a habit that dissolves all bad habits and introduces Mm. all new habits quite automatically. All the good things that you want to start instilling as a routine with inside yourself will be reinforced by a regular meditation habit. So if you want to introduce new habits, start meditating, create a new foundation from which you're operating from. The context changes. There's more energy to introduce it. 
you're you're less up against the mm-hmm. the neurochemistry, the brain chemistry, mm-hmm. the body chemistry that's created um, as a result of your old habits. Mm-hmm. We're up against a huge cascade of 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 chemistry that says, no, nah, don't go and do that mm-hmm. thing. Go and do that thing that's going to give you the quick hit, mm-hmm. the soothing mechanism, the, you know the the, the chocolate, the alcohol, the, the gambling, the sex, yeah. the whatever, yeah. Yeah. right? Whatever it is that's going to provide you with the soothing, we, we have to be willing to be uncomfortable for a moment. But we can't just be uncomfortable as a strategy. We also have to establish an experience of who we are to, to really make this process a lot more um, effective mm. and, and successful you're more likely to succeed in changing a habit if you introduce meditation. Mm-hmm. Start with that yep. and then see what happens. And I think one of the um, fascinating things about what you're saying and, and, and talking about is that, for me, this is something for everyone. Yes. Because what you're talking about is human behaviour um, and just how we all navigate life and we all will face challenges at different times. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a great tool that everyone can use even if you think you need it or not actually we all will benefit from meditation and and at all ages i think as well so that's one of the things it's just getting started isn't it just get started even approach with a curious mind um and then see what this unlocks for you exactly and i mean anybody that would consider meditation as a as a possible benefit you know they're they're at least aware of some kind of thing that they're experiencing that they're like perhaps this might help mm-hmm. i say just just lead with that curiosity mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about meditation is whatever you think it's going to help you with it's going to help you with that and then some with you know there are all these added benefits the of gift meditation. that keeps on giving exactly yeah. it really is and given so. you've had um you know, such a vast number of clients from all around the world, so different cultures, no doubt different ages and stages yeah. of life and so on. What are some of the things that they've shared with you um, without giving away any confidence, but just more the, the messaging that they've said to you, this, what meditation has brought to their life? Yeah. Well, the, the consistent universal um, impact of meditation that I've noticed across people from such diverse um lives, ways of living, <clears throat> is the restoration of self-awareness, mm. where one feels more intimately uh, connected or in relationship with the experience that they're having, with a sense of knowingness about what is appropriate and what is not, the capacity to prioritize what is important and to let go of what's not. So they find themselves far more efficient in their process of navigating the challenges, resolving conflict, and having greater space to, to get on with doing what it is they feel is mm. most important. Uh, immediate reduction in stress levels and anxiety, uh, the capacity to sleep better, a greater, broader awareness and capacity to listen. So whatever it is they're giving their attention to, they're taking in more information, more complex layers of information about what's actually going on right mm. now. Mm. So relationships improve as a result because re- relationship stress is generally where both parties or several parties are at capacity at their ability 
to receive what the other is saying because they don't feel seen themselves. Mm. And so the, the greatest way to liberate any tension in a relationship is to create space to be able to listen, to really listen. And once you've listened and demonstrate you're listening, mm-hmm. the other feels validated and seen, yeah. and then trust is restored, openness ensures, yeah. and then a greater capacity to communicate and share and, and be reminded of why it is we're in a relationship in the first place, mm-hmm. re-emerges. Mm. And so that is a huge thing right across the board. Oh, my relationship mm. with my partner is so much better. Like I just, I'm not reacting in the way that I used to. I used to fly off the handle. Now I'm just like totally calm and, yeah. you know, I can have a conversation. And what's happening here is through the practice of meditation, the body gets a very deep um, state of rest. And that causes a restoration of a, like a reset in the nervous system, mm. creates elasticity in our response mechanism. If we don't have elasticity, if it's rigid and we get pushed past a certain point, snap. Mm. Mm. Whereas if we get pushed and pushed and pushed, uh, when we have sufficient elasticity in our nervous system, it just stretches and stretches mm. and stretches and stretches and it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm not going to snap here. Mm. And then once the pressure is relieved, it just returns back to where it was. This is a superpower for us yeah, human beings to have that elasticity, that adaptability yeah. in any moment where no matter what is being thrown at us, we can just roll with it, stretch here and there. And, you know, up until a point, you know, if you're in a dynamic where you're constantly being stretched, you may want to consider putting in a boundary, but that's yeah. all another conversation. Mm. <laughs> but, but as a principle, our capacity to adapt, to demand, and the surrendering of preference is increased exponentially. And this is a, 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 um, an insurance policy on our happiness. Mm. Because happiness is robbed from us very quickly when we have Object. an expectation yeah. of a very specific outcome and um, that expectation is not being met, mm. particularly by the behavior of somebody else. And then all of a sudden, your, your happiness is hijacked, de- yeah. hijacked and, de- and it's entirely dependent on somebody else's behavior. Mm. And this is a futile exercise, putting your, the, the, the level of your happiness and the qu- quality of your happiness yeah. in somebody else. It's this is completely unreliable source Got of it. it. Whereas if we cultivate it from within, realizing that life is not about what it can give me, life is about what I can contribute, mm-hmm. that is the pathway for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. What I am able to give of myself is far more fulfilling mm-hmm. than it is to be constantly taking and receiving from somebody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It is an individual pursuit in many ways, isn't it, to actually um, create that awareness and the journey that you undergo for yourself, I guess, to enable you to reach that point of mm-hmm. being really centred. And I, I love when you talk about witnessing you know, that ability to not get caught into what's happening around you, but to have this different depths of consciousness and awareness and and to remain in that state. Uh, it's something I am still aspiring to. Um, but I, I, you know, I love the concept and it challenges my thinking. You know, it challenges what I perhaps would automatically, you know, um, accept for myself, you know, like without questioning or without thinking there's something better. Right. So I think all that you're talking about here is actually saying to people, we don't have to accept the path we feel we're on or the dynamics that are around us. If we can actually refocus um, 
and you know reconnect within ourselves yeah. uh, then that unlocks something very different doesn't it yes yeah. we're reorientating mm-hmm. um, our attention being self-referred and drawing upon our inner experience as the point of reference to determine relevance purpose meaning as opposed to waiting for the approval and validation mm-hmm. of the world in order to give us permission to continue being some constructed concept of ourselves. Yeah. You know, we, we're collectively transitioning from that model into a deeper, um, more authentic experience of ourselves mm. that is referenced from the inner world. And um, when we're there, when we're having that experience, we are well and truly on our way mm. in dissolving that tendency to ignore. Yeah. And also, does that re- do you reach that point where ignoring what we need is no longer an option? Yeah, yeah. That's the, the sweet the, spot. The, the, yeah, that's what the, I see. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, it's amazing. Like, it never ceases to amaze me. I've been chipping away at this for you know a good quarter of a century now, mm. and. Um, I, I, I still marvel at, you know, areas of my life where I've, you know, run very fine tooth combs over mm. and then I'll, I'll get, oh, well, you know, mm. there's another knot. Yeah. There's another area. I, mm-hmm. I, I was ignoring that. Yeah. It's fascinating. So it's, a, it's an endless process of refinement. Mm. You know, there are layers and layers and layers and layers. Mm. And the more we address those layers, the freer we feel, the more liberated we feel. Yes. And it, it is a beautiful journey and mm. we're not aspiring for any, you know, idea of perfection. No. You know, we never absolutely arrive. It's just a mm. perpetual state of growth. And um, with that, it's very important that we're very gentle mm. with ourselves, very gentle and, and compassionate and patient in this whole process of uh, unfolding. Because it can be clunky. Mm. You know, and it can sometimes feel like we're taking two steps forward mm. and then one step back. Yeah. And when we take that one step back, or it feels like we're taking one step back, because we never are taking one step back, but it can feel that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. that we don't beat ourselves up about it, nor yeah. do we judge the experience. We go, oh, no, this is just part of it. Mm. Yes. You know, this is part of the process. This is all fine. I'm going to keep moving forward. And just the ability to accept that mm-hmm. is forward momentum. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Forward momentum. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That's been, again, some great discussion and, and some really great ideas for people to, you know, adopt now and as, as they go and, you know, go about their daily life and just understanding that we're all sharing, I think, the same challenges. Um, but we all have the ability to tap into something within ourselves that we may not have yet discovered. So, you know, that's the power of meditation. That's why we love talking to you and why we also um, were so passionate about this opportunity to bring some new perspectives into yeah. our thinking um, that that you can you can provide to us. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Awesome. <laughs>